Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have any sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Welcome to the podcast Eat and Drink. I'm Ali Hassan. And I'm Marco Timpano. Uh, I got I got the go-ahead. Uh, big day for me. I got the go-ahead. Marco said, hey, you can start if you want. What are we, 40-something episodes in? He's never said that. He's ne- You know, I don't know what's happening in your life, but the idea of you sort of relinquishing control like this, it's extremely exciting. Thank you so much. No, listen, man, you were in a good mood, so I'm like, start it up, buddy. Start yeah, it up. I am. Well, we're both in a good mood. You're at your cottage, and I yeah. got to do some exercise. I got to play some tennis. I mean, if you were a tennis pro and watched what me and my eight-year-old did just now, you wouldn't really call it playing tennis. But what we did was get a really good sweat going in some beautiful weather. And uh, yeah, what a, what a great way to start the day. That's amazing. Um, I'm just going to give you the heads up. So we're up at the cottage. So for what's in Marco's mouth, we happened to be at the dollar store yesterday and my (laughs) wife got something from the dollar store for what's in Marco's mouth. And I'm not too happy about that because we were going there because we have a little ant problem. So I'm probably going to get a a spritz of raid in my mouth today. God willing, God willing, (laughs) it's some kind of a cleaning product that'll clean you from the inside out. And that filth that you call uh, yourself could maybe be cleaned, uh, you know, for once. Listen, I'm going to try to be positive because every time I go to edit What's in Marco's Mouth, I always sound like a whiny, you know what. So I'm going to try to be positive about it today. And good luck with that. I don't see it happening, but good luck with that. Ali, so this couldn't be easier with regards to what I'm going to make for today. Talk to me about it. All right. So, you know, we record in the morning and we're actually recording on the day that this is going to air. So as soon as I'm done editing, it's going to be up. So we're recording early in the morning. And I was like, okay, I can't get plastered this early in the morning when I got work to do. I got hornet's nest to take care of. I mean, I could, but I'm going to be on a ladder. So I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, This is a a horrible sales pitch for somebody who wants to buy a cottage. Yeah, I heard the guy. He had a cottage. Well, what was he doing there? Well, he was talking about not drinking and uh, and dismantling a hornet's nest. Listen, you know, the drinking happens. It just I like to ha- let it happen, you know, after at least 1030 in the morning. No problem. No problem. So so instead, I'm going to do something. Plus, you said you were off booze, right? So I'm no, like, no, I'm going to make it all. Not at all. Not at all. No, that lasted four days. I did take a day off this week, and I, every time I do, it feels great. But then by that second day, I'm like, ah, come on. A couple shots of tequila aren't going to kill anybody. Also, when you see what my what my uh, product is, what my food is today, you're going to understand why I'm drinking again. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Listen, I'm not going to – if you need to drink during these pandemic times, my friend, <laughs> you do what you got to do. So I'm going to do something that they do in Italy. Once again, it's going to be a coffee-based drink. And I made one for my wife the other day. And she's like, how come you've never made this for me before? She's like, I've known you all this time and you've never made me this delicious drink. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, if I made it for you, I got to make it for Ali. So it's called a cafe shakerato. Oh, yeah. No, never heard of it. And you've never spoken of it. No. So it's a simple drink. I think Starbucks tried to do a version of it, but you know, Starbucks, whenever they try to do a version of Italian coffee-based drink, 
it's always a fucking mess, right? So I'm going to do the proper proper version. So I've got some espresso. It doesn't have to be hot off the stove. Mine's a bit warm because I made it in time for today. So two ounces of espresso. You can put more. You can eyeball it. And you're putting it in a in the shaker cup that we use, right, with ice. So it's filled with ice. This is going to be an ice-based drink. And uh, we're going to shake it up in a minute. So uh, espresso. And now a half ounce of... Uh, simple syrup you can use whatever you want if you want to use more simple syrup go ahead if you want to just put some sugar in the espresso and not even make simple syrup and just uh sort of mix it up in the hot espresso so that the sugar melts be my guest uh now you could add booze to this at this point so whatever booze you like with your coffee feel free to add whether that be baileys to give it some color whether it be amaretto whether it be frangelico whatever alcohol that you like with your coffee you can add to this drink but what I'm about making- the hard stuff what if people want to do the um you know whiskey whiskey yes. type of bur- yeah okay yes yeah that whiskey, can go in this bourbon too. cognac grappa you name it you can do it it'll be strong uh and basically we're making an iced coffee drink the way the uh italians at a bar would make it okay you, right? just before you start your shaking yeah. tell me the spelling of this thing what is this called again you know i'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> i really am because it's not an Italian word. What they did was they took the word shake and they added rato, meaning to have shaken. Um, and they just, instead of saying shakerato, they called yeah. it shakerato. They pronounce it in Italian. There's no K in Italian, but there is in this word. So it's S-H-A-K-E-R-A-T-O. Shakerato. Shake rat Oh, you got, you got okay, it. Shake right. rato. Yeah, yeah. And, and on that note, I'm going to shake rato. Shake, please do. In this uh, particular recipe that comes up, when I look at it, there's another liqueur that we did not mention that comes up as a suggestion. And they say a dash, uh, but he's saying uh, Sambuca in this. uh, How interesting would that be? No? You don't like it? Yeah. It's going to give it a a very fennel or licorice taste to it. So that's for people's taste. I don't like that in my coffee. I like it to be more coffee. All right. So I shook it till my shaker is frosty. And now I'm going to pour it, they say in a martini glass, but I don't have a martini glass. And you can see that it is very foamy, right? You can see that, Ali? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's crazy. So it's foamed up the espresso. So because you're supposed to put it in a martini glass, but I don't have it. So you've got this crazy froth. And then you can add the ice to the drink if you want or not. And I haven't added any milk. You can add condensed milk to this. You can add cream, milk. If you want a milky-based shakerato, I think they call it shakerato bianco when you add milk to it. There you go. I don't know if you can take a picture of that. Yeah, I can take a picture of that. Uh, I got to take a screen grab is what I could do. Please, that'd be great. Just give me one second. Screen grab. Looks great. Looks great. Could you not smile? It looks creepy when you smile. I'm joking, buddy. Of course, you should smile. Looks good. Looks good. All right. right. I'm going to give it a whirl. You got to go through a lot of foam to drink this. There's a lot of foam that hits your lips. <laughs> it does look like a poorly poured um, uh, porter beer or a Guinness. That's what it looks like. It looks like you're yeah. drinking Guinness first thing in the morning and somebody gave it way too much head. That's what it looks like. But anyway, looks- it's worth it once you get to it. It's it's cold. It's refreshing. If you have people coming over or even for your wife, like I did, and you want to make a coffee drink, but you want an iced coffee, nothing's going to get your coffee more chilled 
than shaking it in a shaker full of ice, right? You yeah. can pour iced tea, ice, anything over ice, and it will be cool. But if you want it ice cold, shake it in a shaker, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, because uh, uh, on that note, you know, there uh, we, we we have the Nespresso, and I always say this apologetically, and you say no, they make a good product, which I appreciate. Uh, you you um, you dispel my shame immediately, but they have a flavor called uh, an an iced coffee flavor sure. uh, capsule, and what their suggestion is is put nine for whatever reason nine ice cubes in a glass, and then put the coffee, you know, directly. Release the coffee directly from the machine into those nine. Dude, seven out of nine of the cubes melt while that yeah. process is happening. And now you have a sort of a watery iced coffee. So uh, that's another thing that you're avoiding. Now, of course, there's going to be some some melting, but not not nothing like uh, what's happening in that Nespresso world. No, I encourage you, Ali, to give this a try. Make this for your wife. Yeah. Um, the Nespresso, I don't have a problem with the Nespresso uh, coffee, as I mentioned before. I think they do a great quality coffee. If you're going to get one of those machines to make an espresso-based coffee, for me, I would recommend the Nespresso. Do you have the um, Arachino, the one that whips the milk to make it as a cappuccino? No, no we're it's not. Really, it's Worth really it? great. Yeah, yeah it yeah. really is great, uh, I think. <laughs> it was, it's the best. It's the closest I can get to a bar uh, cappuccino. That's hilarious. We uh, we bought the machine when we were doing that whole thirty program, which is yeah. like no dairy, no sugar, no. So we, uh, we, you know, we didn't look forward. We were like, we're whole thirty forever. No, it's thirty. It's thirty days. It's not supposed to be forever. Anyway, um, I'll find some other way to whip milk when I can. This is a beautiful. This is a beautiful. It's a beautiful looking drink too. So you yeah. know, Italians are about style. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're not about substance, style over substance. But when sure. it comes to food. That's never the case. It's always about taste. So you got style and taste in a glass here. And like I said, you want to give it a kick, add whatever alcohol you I want. To this. Today, yeah. I won't do that because uh, the alcohol we have in our house right now, vodka, gin, tequila, and uh, white wine and red wine. I don't think any of those would go particularly well with this. We have triple sec. I don't think so, right? That's not, Listen, you, you, got the base, you got the base to a perfect bar there. You yeah. got your bar rail. You got triple sec. And you got wine, and now all you need is whatever else. You need lemon juice, lime juice, any sort of citrus juice. You've got all kinds of uh, cocktails you can make. I know. Buddy. You make yourself a simple syrup. You got a you you got a perfect bar, my friend. You got a perfect bar happening. I appreciate that. And and without knowing it, unbeknownst to you, you just created the perfect segue into my segment. So let me tell no. you about what's all going right. on. Yeah. All right. So first things first, I sent you a picture in your email. Can you open that up? That is going to be on our Instagram page. So oh, nobody man. has to be like, what is he showing him? It's going to, it's going to be there. It's going to be very, very visible. When you open it up, what do you see? Describe what's happening there. Okay. So I see two of my favorite things. <clears throat> One looks like a bowl of blood oranges. You got it. And the rest is just limes. Like I've never seen this many limes, a tub of limes yeah. and a... And a, a champagne, uh, a champagne Bowl, holder yeah. full of uh, well, because our tub, which is one of those you know uh, dishwashing tubs, they call them, you know, like a dish tub from a, sure. from a restaurant, couldn't hold all the limes. It's about one hundred and twenty limes. We Why did a rough so many count. Limes? 
There's a Punjabi man who sits illegally by the road uh, near my place and sells fruit from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day. We bought mangoes from him. Uh, we bought a big bunch of lemons. But when I, he saw, he showed me, he goes, you could take the box of limes. I was like, the box? This is double, this is triple a crate, basically. This triple is like the amount of a crate. This is easily two months worth of limes for the busiest bar in your city. Absolutely. If they're constantly making Absolutely. margaritas. <laughs> just to get, well, just that's to be, so, And that's why I said to you earlier, you said, uh, I know you're off drinking. Once you find that many limes, can you really be off drinking? Of course you can. And I got the crate of blood oranges there. Yeah. It's we, that we, is like a recipe for you. You cannot use that many limes in a dish. You need to use alcohol with exactly, that. exactly. And you know, we all live in constant fear of scurvy. I don't want to put my no. family at risk. So here's what's going on. We got this uh, pineapple and and lime. We got we. Got, I'm just showing you all the limes. This is lime juice one in a small thing. This is lime juice two in a large uh, uh, bowl. Lime juice three. Just squeezing limes like crazy. Here's some blood orange juice that we squeezed uh here's some more lime juice that she did not label no there it is lime juice four lime juice four my wife labeled all of them and there's still about 40 limes left to uh to squeeze yeah all right buddy i gotta i gotta say a couple of things i got a question and i gotta tell you i need you to do something all right you bet so uh first of all how much did that box of limes cost and when i say i'm so glad you're gonna put this on the on the instagram that's podcast eat and drink on all social media. I've never seen that many limes. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Over 120 limes, 10 bucks. Wow. And we sorted them all out, had to throw away one. Wow. It's And so that's why I was like, hey, personal mission. I want none to go to waste. In the end, we had to, since we bought it, uh, on Sunday, we had to throw two more away just because we weren't moving quickly enough. But yesterday, we really got to work. And then there's one more thing that I made. And that's what I want to talk about okay. right now. And then I want to talk about your your own ideas if you had that many limes. Actually, before we get into that, I'm just going to say this. Next, next week's regular episode, Ali, I'm going to make a drink that has that many that that you can use that lime juice for it's going to be called a whiskey smash so that way you can make it with me oh i love it all right so i'm just giving it. the heads up there whiskey smash next week so that we can we can cut through some of those that lime juice you made awesome awesome all right so i want to i want to show i want to go through this list that i found of like what to do when you have a lot of lime so obviously drinks the most simple thing put them in your water Right, just put slivers of, of lime in your water and and some lime juice. You got a nice, refreshing glass of uh, of lime juice. Then, of course, margaritas. Uh, then you've got uh, limeade, right? Like a lemonade. Yes. You make a lime. Uh, liven up your Chapman cocktail with juice and wedge. You know what a Chapman cocktail is? No idea. Yeah, you're a fraud, buddy. You know, I come to you for all my mixologist needs here. But anyway, we're going to tell you what a, a Chapman is. It is it's served in a martini glass. It's for champs. <laughs> oh gosh um i'll tell you what is in it oh, a number of different things you will need one beer mug or four cocktail glasses or 10 little plastic cups so this is pretty flexible this drink uh black currant so three four tablespoons of black currant uh or cassie cordial 
or syrup or uh, anyway. You know what? These are the this is a British. This is the British people. They always have weird up, things. It comes up as Nigerian Chapman cocktail for me. Yeah. Am I spelling it wrong? No, no, you got it. Okay. That is All it. Right. There is something Nigerian in there. Anyway, well, will you look into the Chapman one day? Maybe if you think it's exciting, maybe you make it on the uh, on the show. Oh, regardless of if I think it, it's exciting, I'll make it on the show. Okay. For sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's true. You've made some pretty non-exciting things. <laughs> um, coconut water. Uh, this person says lime transforms coconut water. Beautiful. Uh, and, and makes it uh, a little sweeter and uh, refreshing tropical heaven. Uh, Sugarcane juice. Uh, just a cordial uh, with lemons and, and lemongrass and limes. It's great in teas and in smoothies you can put it. All right. Then. You move on to uh, to to to, to marinades and sauces. Okay. okay, so now if you make like a green Thai curry, you can uh, you can zest it. You can dry the zest and you can put that in different uh, sambals and things like this. Don't waste, Don't your, waste zest. your zest, Ali. Yes. Do you yes. do this? Because I do this. Okay, you take a a, a rasp. Yes. Um, well, I don't know what the kitchen version of a rasp is called. Sure, a micro rasp. a microplane a micro rasp. Plane. Any one of the, yeah yeah grater yeah. Rasp up your lemon or your limes or your citrus. Then yeah. allow that finely grated um, peel to dry. And you can flavor anything with that, including sugar. Put that in yeah. your sugar. You got a lime yeah. sugar, a lemon sugar, a grapefruit sugar, or any dish. Just put that uh, dried citrus on top. Right. Um, another. So when I'm talking about marinades here, yeah, right? you can uh, you can put zest in this, but I would. Uh, this is not that's not what comes to mind. But think about ginger, uh, lime, and soy together, and then a little bit of fish sauce or sesame oil, and a little bit of brown sugar, and you've got a great marinade for for so many different meats. You know, a little bit of a, a Korean Asian style there. Obviously, ceviche. If I could get my hands on fresh fish, oh man, the lime would be fantastic for that. Then all these different salads and salad dressing, uh, salsas, mango salsa, tomato salsa. There are hundreds of things you can do. You can preserve the limes. You can pickle the limes. And pickling brings me to what I have done right here. Oh, I think I know what this is. On Monday, I went out and I bought uh, a packet of Scotch bonnet peppers. Oh, man. And then I made... Um, in India, you would call this kind of thing an achar when you pickle something like this. Okay. This is not an achar because it doesn't have any of those pickling spices. This is as fresh and as hot as it gets. So I will have a picture of this on Instagram as well. My mouth is watering as I stare at it and hold oh, wow. it. But it is chunks of Scotch bonnet pepper. It is cut up lime. So I, uh, I boiled a few limes so they're nice and soft. I cut them into little um, triangles here and garlic and fresh lime juice and salt. And that is it. And this is going to, this is going to be something. And this is, I put it in the sun every day. Wow. Today's the first day it's rained since I made this. So I can't put it in the sun. I almost feel bad. It's like letting my, you know, my starter, my sourdough starter down or something. It's my baby, yeah. you know? So I keep putting it out in the sun. It's going to bake. It's going to transform into something very, very soft. And it's so fresh and so hot. So if you are into this kind of stuff, if you're into heat, you can put a bunch of scotch bonnet pepper, or you can just put one pepper and a bunch of lime and it'll flavor all of that pepper. 
So Ali, are you so by putting it in the window in a tightly sealed jar, you're yes. essentially fermenting this, correct? That's right. That's right. You're. I, I was. I said cooking it, but basically right. you are fermenting it. That's do right. Do you have to? Do you have to turn the uh, jar over like every other day so that exactly? The, okay, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, okay. yeah. And in about three weeks, based on based on my experiences in the past, in three weeks, the lime rind is soft enough and sort of like. Um, Dang, I don't want to use the word deteriorated, but it's, right. you know, it's softened. It's softened enough that you can eat it as a little uh, a condiment on the side with any any uh, any dish. Sure, the acid the acid from the lime juice is going to break down whatever's in that, right? Break down, that's a yeah. good word. No, yes. I I have a question for you. This is a char, right? You this said? is a type of a char, but this is this is more like a pe- a chunky pepper sauce, a Trinidadian style. Not to be confused with a lime pickle, which is another South Asian dish, that's right? That's another thing. As soon as I get my hands on those pickling spices, I don't have all of them, and you can buy just pickling uh, spices. Uh, I will be making a lime achar also, and that has to be done like tomorrow or the day after at the latest. I see. So the difference between a, a lime char and a lime pickle is what? Well, uh, no, a lime achar is lime pickle. Those oh, are it is. those two, yes. But oh, you. your achar can have a lot of spices in it, or it can have no spices. Mine has none, except for garlic and salt. And garlic's not even a spice, uh, but it has a heat from the Scotch bonnet peppers, and it's the peppers and the lime together. That's it. Wow! I really can't get my uh, my mouth to stop watering. So okay, so so if our listeners are making this, what yes. what exactly? How exactly do you consume this? Is it an accompaniment to dishes? It is, is it a condiment you put onto a dish, uh, like our version of a of a relish, or how how is it used? It is so. I the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make a chana this weekend. I'm going to make a trini chana, which is you know you probably heard of chana or chickpeas. So you heard of chana masala or chole and Punjabis make it. It's called chole. We've done it on this show actually. We've had it we on have. the show, and I have served it to you in, in Trinidad. It's called chana, and and it's um it's really it's uh, curried chickpeas and potatoes, and that. With some, if I can find dal puri, I'm definitely going to get it, which is a bread uh, made with, you know, a flour and dried uh, dried dal. And uh, I will have aloo chana, dal puri, and this on the side. And, this is amazing. Uh, this is going to be so, although this won't be ready yet, but some of the other pepper sauce that I made is ready. That's more of a puree than this is. It won't be as chunky. But every third bite, We'll have a little bit of this in the dal puri, and then I will need two bites to sort of come back to my senses as I light up on fire. I honestly can't stop. My mouth is watering like uh, like I have a problem. Like I have to go see a doctor about this. But anyway, because I got lime juice, blood orange juice, pineapple lime juice, and then this uh, pickle, this pickled, you know, pepper hot sauce beside me. I really no rickets get- for you, man. No, <laughs> no rickets for you. But no okay, so scurvy. What about this, Ali? A lot of people are barbecuing. Would this be a good side to their barbecue? A bit of heat, a bit of lime, uh, a bit of citrus in that. Um, to me, this sounds like the perfect accompaniment to a uh, barbecue. Uh, absolutely. So this is uh, anything that is like in a kebab form, you know, you have this. I don't know. I've never thought of this, but why the hell not? You get a burger. Oh wow! Put it in a bun, and you mince this up, this chunky salsa, and you're—I mean—that's going to be a very spicy burger, and it's going to be fantastic. Oh God, I can't wait. 
My friend, you could you could even do you could make a South Asian burger with this on top. Forget the ketchup, forget the relish, yes. forget the mustard. Yes. Forget even the traditional burger bun. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself some naan. Uh, get yourself the burger. Get yourself this lime pickle. Get yourself I don't know what else, but this sounds fantastic. Um, I was thinking Greek food, like you know a souvlaki. This sounds like a beautiful. Uh, side to the souvlaki. It can, can be. It can yeah. be. Why not? I. I. The other thing that I may. I don't know if you know what sambal is. Um, you know, sriracha is 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 Thai. Sambal olek is uh, is Indonesian. And if you, the, like, both of them have red. You know, they're all red yes. up all the way up in in a see through plastic container. Sriracha has that red. Um, what is that called? That that knob at the top? Or, yeah, the, you, the spouty thing spout, that you pull right. open. Yeah, sure. You have a yeah. green spout. Sambal is a little different. Inside, it's red, but you can see the chili flakes. And yes. then it has a, a green cap that you open. But I you prefer can make, it. Yeah, you prefer that one? I am not a big fan of... Um, what's the other one you, you mentioned? Sriracha? Uh, sriracha is not my thing. My wife loves it. But give me yeah. sambal over uh, sriracha any day of the week. Okay. Okay. Well, and you can make your own sambal. And again, this, this is like, I have the ingredients for it and you go, you don't have to use this many peppers. Anytime I find peppers that I don't want to call them a dud, but like they don't leave a little bit of a failure to launch there. They're not as hot as you hope they would be. Yeah. Great time to make a sambal, uh, a sambal olek. And it just in a food processor uh, goes, you know, whatever, whatever hot peppers you have with some kind sure. of red peppers and, um, uh, rice vinegar, rice wine vinegar, or you could use lime juice. You could use apple cider vinegar and then some salt and uh, some sugar if that's your thing. And that's it. That's it. Wow. These are so simple and they last for so long. And they you really know, accompany uh, food. There's Amanda. Amanda Barker is in the house, everybody. To, to anyone else, this would be a lime problem. Having over 100 <laughs> limes would be an issue. Clearly to you, 100 oh, limes is the food blessing. challenge. It's, it's a blessing. blessing yeah. It's a blessing, not a curse. My question is, what about like key lime pie or lime pie? Like, Why do you deprive your family of sweets? I that's know. what I... You that's know what? What? I'm, I, I put it out on Facebook. I put the picture on Facebook and people were like key lime pie. Uh, people also suggested my friend Joshana Maharaj, who we'll have on the show one day. Uh, she's a, a chef and an author. I just wrote a book that came out called Take Back the Trade. Joshana was telling me uh, blood oranges. You can make lemon and lime curd, but she was saying with the blood oranges, you have to make curd. So I looked it up. I've never made curd. Have you ever made this? No, I've had a, t tons of curd. I love curd, but no, my blood oranges, yep. they don't last long in my house, but you've got so I much. Know. I know we got a ton. So I think with our last few that we have, cause we've been juicing them like crazy. We're going to, uh, you know, it's, it's butter and it's, uh, it's what other, what butter and sugar, I think mainly in there yeah. that goes into curd. That's right. And, that's um, right. It's, uh, yeah, you put it on, I guess, toast, you put it on, um, I, I don't know what else. Where where else do you put it? You just put it on bread and uh, eat it like but, you would a, a jam or something. Yeah. It's it's a good accompaniment to sweets too. Like if you have plain plain yogurt, stir in some of that um curd. Okay. Um yeah, I mean curd can be used in I, I like it on a scone with tea, a you know. Scone, any, of course. Any, you do. <clears throat> any course place you you're do. having something very British, yes. um a curd's going to go well, right? So, you know, 
Well, that, sort of, that explains it, why I've never really had it. I run from the British typically and everything that they make uh, food-wise. But, but hey, time to give it a chance. Time to open my mind up. Listen, I, I run towards anything British. So That's if there's hilarious. a tea, if it's tea time, <laughs> scones, um, beans on toast, fish. don't mind if I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, so blood orange curd, just to give you anybody was was curious, I missed one big ingredient, which are the eggs. You need two yes. large eggs, you need two egg yolks, and then sugar, and then the, the, the blood orange juice, in this case, zest, blood orange zest. Got to make yes. that too. I got to make that too. Yeah, don't and waste butter. Don't waste the blood orange, my friend. You can I also will. make syrup, eh? We were always talking about simple syrup. You can do a vanilla oh, blood yeah. orange syrup. Same sure. with a lime. You can make a lime syrup um, and then keep that in your fridge. It's it's a wonderful thing to have. What would you say the portion is there? So if I'm making a simple syrup, I just, instead of a cup of sugar, a cup of water, that cup of water has part of it as lime juice? You're going to have to strain it, okay? So you're going to yeah, do a cup of... Uh, cup of uh, sugar, like you said, uh, some water, and then add as much lime to it. I would say just go heavy with the lime. There's a ton of ingre- uh, ton of recipes that you can follow on, uh, on the net, but like squeeze them, even throw the lime in there. Let it stew with the sugar water and then sure. strain it all. And you've got the most beautiful lime syrup or blood orange syrup you could ever imagine. All right. Well, as I showed now, you, we've got jars and jars of this juice, so I, that's definitely going to happen. Adding the adding the rind or the skin of the lime in your syrup is going to give it a slightly bitter taste to it. So if you don't want that bitterness, then just add the pulp yeah. and the juice. The juice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great, bud. Well, cool. that's it. I'm sorry right. I don't well, have any to share here with you, but well, uh, man, listen. I would imagine if we were coming face to face, how many limes I would bring you as a gift. It's I mean, it's incredible to see that many limes. Like the photo that you have up almost looks like you took it at a market. You know how you go to a, a a farmer's market or a market and they've got all these vegetables and fruit out there in big quantities. That's what it kind of looks like. I know. I know. What a time to be alive. All right. And uh, and on that note, let's shove something in your mouth, bud. What all right. Do you think? It's time to shove something in my mouth. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Guessing, really messing, let's find out what's in Marco's mouth. Uh, Ali, I don't have, because I'm at the cottage, I don't have my bedtime um, sort of mask. So I'm going to have to actually use, you're going to love this. It fits perfectly over my eyes, if you can believe it. That's hilarious. So what he's using is, is that the M95? No, what are those? I don't Anyways, know if it's the M95. It's a medical mask, and I can't. I really can't see anything from it. Everything I see is blue. <laughs> now, my wife went to the dollar store. I'm going to try to be positive about. This. I'm just hoping that wasn't on somebody's face for like a week, and now you're putting it on my. God, no, no, this is a brand new one. But if it was, no, it would have well, been on my fresh. face. Okay. Um, okay. Good. And it works perfectly. All right. So, let's Amanda, make it happen. Amanda, are you ready? Where is the this figure that you, you call your one. wife? Um, he, Ali's asking where you are. I, uh, I love that it's a dollar store product and he's aware of that. That's hilarious. Cause right away that puts fear in his heart. Cause he's just thinking I'm about trying the cleaning to be products. And, and let me tell you decides the dollar store we went to was not the cleanest dollar store with the most, um, <laughs> high end clientele. Let me just say that. All right. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> here we go. I don't know. Amanda, are are you ready? Yeah. And how are you going to serve this to me? Um, I'm not sure. I was wondering how Ali wanted me to serve it, actually. Alicia, it defers to you. In my a mouth, tiny, in my hand? A, a piece, just a piece right in his mouth, please. Okay. Right in okay. his mouth, the way he Got likes it. it, yeah. Okay, Not shoved, but placed, maybe, just to be, you know? Kind. A little gentle. Yeah, oh, he's hear. wearing a medical mask on his eyes and his mouth is open. It's like it's like I'm looking at what Marco would look like when he's 95 and he's gone senile. Just a mouth open, a jaw that doesn't work anymore, and medical mask in his, on his eyes. Where's my wife? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Am I taking a bite of this yeah. fucking thing? Well, you got to tell me I got a bite. This has no taste. All right. Talk so this has no taste whatsoever. It's crumbly, almost like a cookie, and it has almost a gooiness to it. And I don't know if that's because whatever it is is from the dollar store, so it's like low-end whatever. But can I have another taste of it? Because it's 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 like trying to be something sweet. I, I, can you not put this much in my mouth? Can you break it so it's not I did. Look, I don't know how these two live together. I just don't understand. Not to be a negative Nelly, but this is like just shit. Ah, Whatever please. you're putting you in my mouth. Touch it? Yeah, let me touch it. It's let me... from the dollar store, Marco. What did you? It's a cookie of some sort. A cookie with no flavor. Um, like uh, I don't know. Let me. It's a. It's a cookie. It's crumbly. It's got some chew to it. You've had it before. Amanda said, says, I've had it before, so even with a hint, I can't get it. Um, oh, you know what it is? I know what it is. It's a poor man's version or a grotesque version of the Belgian waffle um, crisp. So it's like two thin waffles with a sweet center. Although this center is not sweet and these waffles have clearly not been made in Belgium, but rather they are like a poor substitute made in the back alley in New Jersey somewhere. I'm going to take my mask off. Am I right? Sort of. Uh, You've mixed the Dutch Dutch with the Belgian. Uh, That's no surprise whatsoever. You basically only know Italy and how to get to your own home. So you've mixed mixed up the Dutch and the Belgians, and it's called a stroop waffle. We were looking for the word stroop waffle. Oh, you were looking. You were look. You guys were looking for the word stroop waffle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Look, buddy, you you basically got it, but you basically didn't get it. You didn't get the right country, and you didn't get the name. What do you want from us? Damn it! Trying to make it easy on you. She asked me, should I give him this or this? I'm not going to tell you what the other thing was. I went with the nice thing. I said, give him the nice thing. It's a nice. Well, thank you because. I don't know if I could have handled having Hornet Raid sprayed into my mouth. So I'll say that. Um, Next but week. yeah, it's a Stroop waffle. Uh, I'm not going to say it's the best made soup waffle I've ever had, it's but uh, don't store. buy them from the dollar store. If you're going to get a, a Stroop waffle, go to a, a good confectionery. Get it from a proper uh, Dutch place. It says product of the Netherlands on it. I don't buy it. I think this is like, you know how they have like... Um, drug dens in holland and amsterdam yeah i this think this is from a drug den yeah this is from a drug den in amsterdam where somebody didn't care what they what they ate as long as they were crunching on something when they were high out of their brains you got it well, 
Listen, a, a Stroop waffle is definitely a challenge uh, for the show. I'm trying to be positive on this segment, Ali. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying not to be too negative. But listen, I prefer eating that to some of the other stuff that's been put in my mouth. No, yeah, there you go. How positive you. What a great, yeah. what, a, what a great positive spin <laughs> you put on. Well, tell Amanda, thank you for me. If she can still hear me, that was, uh, that was good. I don't know how long you'll be at the cottage, but, um, I, if you're there for a while, I look forward to you eating more dollar store products. I think it'll yeah. be exciting for all of us. I think we'll be here for a, f- a few days. So we might even do another regular episode from here. I've got, Great. I've got the ingredients to make, to make whatever we need up here. So whiskey smash, I'm pretty sure I can make it. I have whiskey, so we can make it happen. Okay, buddy. Uh, I, as I said, I can make it happen on my end as well. F- fantastic. Do you have whiskey? You do. We do. We do. It's oh, Wiser's. Do. It's Wiser's. That That's I fine. Yeah. Okay, hey, great. Listen, I won't discriminate on the brand. Okay. Folks, thank you for listening. And we got some uh, good reviews lately. Uh, so I encourage people to continue to review us, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, those reviews really help us. So the moment this episode is done, take two seconds, make us happy, and uh, write us a nice review. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, that is Marco Tempano uh, still cleaning the uh, Stroop waffle out of his uh, teeth with his tongue. I'm Ali Hassan. Until we eat and drink again. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Tempano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.